Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast with me, your host, Chanel Patrice Hancock here in Akron, Ohio, where today it is January 28th, 2021. I can't believe it. We're almost done with the first month of the year. It's amazing. Time is just going really fast. And, you know, I just have to say um, this month has been a great month for me so far. I've done a lot of cool things, and um, I wanted to first thank Anchor, because without Anchor, I wouldn't be able to, you know, give you 215 episodes in the past three years or so, and I'm coming up on my three-year anniversary on the 2nd of May, 2021, Um, you know, Thanks for continuing to listen week in and week out. And, you know, people joining the Chanel's Language Learning Journey Mastermind group on Facebook and following me on Twitter and Instagram. And, you know, I really appreciate it um, along with Facebook. So thank you. Um, continue to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It helps people find the podcast, wherever podcasts are downloaded. Um, especially if you go to iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Google Play Store, um, Stitcher, Pobbian, um, Apple Podcasts. So thank you. Um, also, today's episode, you know, I had to think about what I wanted to talk about. And I want to talk about two topics today, having the proper mindset to learning a language. Because if you can't have a clear head when you're learning a language, it's going to be difficult. You're going to be distracted. And it's not something that you really want. And why are you learning the language? And so, you know, those are the two topics I'm going to talk about today because you have to have a why. Without that why... It's going to be hard. It just is. I mean, that's just the truth of it. Um, You know, my why for wanting to learn languages is pretty self-explanatory. I want to be able to communicate with people. I don't have to master the language in order to be able to communicate with people. I want to be able to order food. I want to be able to go to the store and go grocery shopping and ask questions and ask for help in the target language. I want to be able to make friends. I want to be able to watch the news and sports and TV shows and and listen to some literature in the target language. Those are the reasons why I learn languages. And, and also, as a human being on this earth, not everybody speaks English. And so it's good to learn someone else's language because you'll be able to understand where they're coming from and how they think. And... These are the reasons as to why I learn languages. You know, I'm also someone that studied film and theater, so I'm an artistic person. And I like to read plays in the language and watch movies and TV shows in the language and and learn about different actors and directors and writers and producers from other countries and have a wider knowledge base of you know, their entertainment 
system over in, let's say, the Middle East or let's say Asia, for instance. I'll use those two um, continents to um, represent, you know, why I want to learn these languages. Plus, there are plenty of Asians and Arabs in Akron. And I really want to be able to communicate, even in its smallest measure. And so when I go to a Latins for my favorite, you know, meals, I speak Arabic. And they understand me and they don't correct me. They let me make my mistakes and then they tell me how to say it correctly. And they're really enthusiastic because I'm learning their language and you know, it's not about, you know, um, I want to get paid for that or I want to work for the UN. I mean, yes, at one point I did want to work for the UN. Not to say I still wouldn't be able to work for the UN. But for me personally, my why is a very strong why. You know, I learned how to cook Lebanese food and, and Middle Eastern food. Why? Because I want it. Uh, to have a different culinary experience. So I learned how to make majetara, and I learned how to make hashava, and I learned how to make salab, and I learned how to make, um, you know, uh, Lebanese night's dessert. And I learned how to make, you know, uh, chicken swarma. As an example, and it was an amazing experience. While doing that, I made friends in the culinary world, you know, and I, I learned the vocabulary for like the food and the different measurements and, and the different spices. And I went out and bought different um, ingredients that I had never heard of, like Zada, Z-A apostrophe T-A, and it's a spice and it looks purple. And you can use it to garnish your potatoes, zata potatoes. And, you know, it, it, I've been able to make friends. I've joined Facebook groups where I'm learning the Lebanese dialect and the Egyptian dialect. And then I have uh, another Arabic group that I joined, you know, because of the MSA you know, and, and people embrace me a great deal because, you know, I wanted to learn their language and I showed interest. And, and that's something that I encourage everybody to do, whatever language you're learning, if it's Arabic, if it's Russian, if it's French or Spanish or European Portuguese or Brazilian Portuguese, or if you're just learning English, find the why and hold on to that because when you do, you will flourish. Yes, will it be a slow process at first? Will you have to know more vocabulary? Will you have to know more phrases? Will you have to put in more listening time? Of course, anything that you want to learn, you have to put the time into it and you have to have the positive mindset. Of course, you're going to have haters and you're going to have negative people, but it comes back to what are the reasons for you wanting to learn this language or that language? 
And if it's because you want to be able to cook food for your friends or you want to be able to travel to the Middle East one day and and go to school or you want to work for the Foreign Service Institute, which I would love to do, (laughs) Um, or the UN, you know, you as an interpreter, conference interpreter, simultaneous interpreter, um, or you want to translate documents from Arabic to English or whatever, you can do it. It's just you have to put the work in. You have to have the the positive mindset. I can do this. This might be difficult right now, but I can do it. A lot of people, they start off at first, and then they're on this really great high, and they get to the plateau stage, and then they stop. You know, they because it becomes harder for them to get themselves over that hump. Well, okay, when you get to the intermediate plateau, you're going to have to work around that by listening to podcasts and the news and other um, topic areas that interest you, reading a lot more. And yes, will it be slow? Yes. You know, we're so used to living in a world where everything is fast, fast, fast all the time. Well, sometimes you have to slow it down a little bit in order to be able to improve with your level of progression of the language. You know, whether you're reading a book and you start off with the first 10 pages and then you keep adding another couple pages until you get to the end of the book. So if it takes you a month and a half, two months, three months, that's fine. You're you're progressing. You're improving. You the fact that you started off with one page said volumes. The fact that you're about to finish that book, that's an accomplishment. I remember as a prime example of this, when I was learning Russian independently with no um, braille display. I just had all audio. Um, I was new to the community. I didn't know very many people. And, you know, it was just very difficult to have the materials that I needed in order for me to be able to successfully learn it. So I had to use what was at my disposal, the library, YouTube, TuneIn Radio, um, SBS Radio, um, NHK World. Um, You know, I had to use Harry Potter, even though I didn't know, you know, a lot. I used Michelle Thomas. You know, I actually went out and bought the Russian course. I bought the first foundation course at the time online when it was on iTunes. And this is before I knew about the website or the company, (laughs) you know. And then I just listened to it over and over and over and over and started speaking from day one. And that helped me. And I recorded myself on Facebook. And that helped me. And people held me accountable every single day. And I held myself accountable because I wanted to be able, after three years of learning Russian, speaking and listening only, um, I was able to understand Tolstoy. I was able to have conversations with people about politics and food and me traveling to, um, you know, on a bus or on a plane somewhere 
with my guide dog and, you know, me cleaning my house and doing laundry and I learned how to cook borscht and I learned how to cook um, Olivier salad. Those were the two dishes I learned how to cook that were from Russia. I even had a Russian boyfriend for a while and got to speak to his family and they spoke not that much English, if any. And I knew I had improved because I had kept at it. And the more I kept at it, by the time I realized that three years had passed and I was able to listen to Bainari Mer, which in Russian means war and peace. Um, and it, in the beginning, I knew nothing except eight words in Russian. And now I can still listen to it and get great satisfaction out of it. And it's one of my favorite languages. And the fact that I taught myself without having very many resources said a lot. I mean, you know, I use the Memorize app. And I want to thank the Memorize people for creating that app. I mean, I didn't pay for the pro version. But I used, I did all the courses, all seven courses. And I did Michelle Thomas over and over and over and over because there were certain things I forgot and I just kept plugging at it and I kept speaking and I kept listening to podcasts, political podcasts and stuff on Radio Roca, which was a political podcast at the time out of, out of Moscow. And, you know, I listened to RT, I listened to President Putin's speeches and I got to the point where my comprehension was so good then I was able to understand what the people were saying to him, what he was saying to the people. And it just, it really made me realize, okay, if I can teach myself this language in three years, then I can teach myself any language. And yes, did I spend a couple of years dabbling? Yes, now I'm back to doing one single language again, and that's Arabic. And, I, you know, I'm very happy about that. And it, the why is because I want to be able to speak with people. I want to be able to have the same experience that I had when I learned Russian independently. You know, and I mean, I didn't spend very much money, $170 on a course and everything else was free. And, I, you know, I, I still think the friends of mine that sent me Harry Potter and audio because it wasn't accessible at the time and... You know, I wasn't able to have it in ebook format until 2016. That's when it became available on um, iTunes. And, and then, you know, um, you know, I met other people where they had audio files that they shared and, and, you know, of books that they had. And I went and got books that were free and in the public domain. And the why was so strong for me that I couldn't help but keep pushing. And so, you know, for everyone out there that's struggling with their language learning right now and they want to progress, let it come to you. Let it be something that comes naturally. Because guess what? I didn't follow somebody else's method of learning. I created my own immersion method and I just did it. You know, and some people can't understand how because, well, I learned by ear. I didn't learn visually. And, 
you know, because I am visually impaired, that doesn't mean I'm totally blind. I, you know, I've been partial all my life. But at the same time, you know, listening is very important. And if you can't understand what someone's saying, whether it's on the radio, a news program, a TV show, a movie, in real life, then you're going to have problems with understanding the language and how it sounds. And I always tell my students, you need to listen, do a lot of listening. You know, the grammar will come naturally. You'll start correcting yourself the more you speak. And that's the truth of it. However... You can't allow negativity to keep, you know, hindering your progress. Sure, you're going to get down. Sure, you're going to be frustrated. But that positive mindset needs to be there for the whole duration. And yes, it can be a a cloudy experience because, you know, no one else is speaking the language you want to speak. But, I mean, thank God for the internet. You have speaky.com and HelloTalk. And you have um, WhatsApp. And you have Facebook Instant Messenger. And, you know, YouTube. And Twitter. And Instagram. And groups on Facebook having to do with whatever target language you want. You know, and... You can disguise the limit. I mean, now, six years later, you know, I'm learning Arabic. And because I'm learning Arabic, you know, I know a little bit of Arabic. Ana Alfa, Ala Arabia, Il Sway, Dilweti, Subdutu, Han Fi Amrika, which I just said. I know a little bit of Arabic now, my friends. And I meant my friends like all of you, plural. And um, here in America. You know, so, yeah, I can speak a little bit. I know a little bit. I know more than I did before. And that, that says something. Yes, it might be a little slow. It might not be as natural as, as a native speaker. But I'm not trying to be native. You know, when you don't try to be... A carbon copy of what someone else is doing and you just do your own thing you wind up succeeding a lot more because it's good to be inspired by people but you have to be yourself and you know you're going to have your haters and there's nothing wrong with that because guess what you need negative feedback sometimes just like you need positive feedback if all you have is a whole bunch of yes people and you don't have anyone challenging you in a good way and healthy way then, you know, it just becomes like, oh, well, I'm the greatest thing. Well, if someone knows that you're not doing your best and they know that you can do better than what you're doing, of course they're going to give you some critical feedback. And there's nothing wrong with that because I get that all the time. And I don't mind it because it makes me a better language learner, a better person, a better human being. And, you know, sometimes it's... The criticism can be good, and sometimes it can't be. But you can always find the good within the bad of the criticism that you're receiving. You know, and then maybe you could just contact that person and say, well, why did you say that? You know, that hurt my feelings. Why did you say that? I'm sorry, I don't mean to take this personally. And sometimes you don't take it personally because 
if they're in the language learning community, they've been doing this too, and they fall down and get right back up and keep going. And sometimes it can be stressful. But, you know, also if you're someone that's low vision and, you know, you've been a print reader all your life um, and you can't find certain materials because they don't have it in the format for which you're, you know, accustomed to, you're going to have to create your own workarounds in order to be able to make it happen. And now that technology has become much more advanced than what it was six years ago when I first started out in the language learning community learning Russian independently, it can be um, a lot easier now than it was then. And I mean, trust me, I was very frustrated, you know, and a lot of people were getting to know me as a person and didn't understand. Yes, I have technology issues. I'm not rich. I'm on a fixed income. I... You know, I have to pay payment plans for my technology. You know, I don't have voc rehab at my disposal to get a braille display. I find, and when I did finally get one, you know, I was two years into learning Russian. And, you know, <laughs> I had to show documentation as to why I needed it. You know, and and my my readable vision was going, but the rest of my vision was stable and it was just very a confusing time back then. And now it's like, you know, I can read any Braille code I want if I want to. You know, a lot of times I don't focus on reading and writing until I have a strong foundation in the language. And that's my whole focus. You know, I set myself up to succeed, but I also know that there's times when I'm going to beat myself mentally over the wall because I'm trying to figure something out, but I will, you know, and if I need to ask questions, I'll go into a particular group and ask the question and see if I'll get an answer. But that's every now and then because I do know how to teach myself a language. And so, you know, I personally feel that now my why is much more stronger. Um, You know, I also feel that my mindset is much more stronger because I'm no longer listening to negative people. I I disassociated myself with people that were negative. Um, you know, I've even gotten out of language groups that were starting to get negative. And you will see that, you know, the more you dive into whatever language. I mean, because you're going to have people that learn at a quicker pace than you or a slower pace than you. They might not be an auditory learner. They might just use Braille or they might just use, you know, large print or regular print, depending on their vision level, you know, or they might use a combination of the two. And if that's the case, that's great. But then, you know, depending on what country you're from, depending on what your technology skills are, depending on if you even have technology or the Internet or money. And there's there's a big factor in that, you know, because everybody wants you to buy their courses and no one has three hundred or four hundred dollars to buy a course. So you have to go to the library. You have to use the Internet for free resources in order to be able to successfully learn a language. You know, unless you have people in the in the community that you can become friends with. And sometimes that's even difficult. But your whole why is because I want to speak this language. So if my whole why 
is I want to speak Arabic to an upper intermediate level by next year, then yeah, I'm going to do it. Why? Because that's something that I really want. Okay, do I want to get my master's degree in Arabic studies? Yeah, I'm going to have to find the money to pay for it. Of course. You know, but then I said, well, do I have to go to school to learn about Arabic studies? No, I can go to the library and learn about Arabic studies. You know, and, you know, I thought about that. You know, there's a lot of things where you don't need a degree. Okay, I want to become a life coach as well. Well, why? Because I want to help transform people's lives. Those are my whys. And because those are my whys, I'm going to follow them. I want to do a TEDx talk this year. Why? Because I want to. (laughs) You know, I've always wanted to speak in a larger platform and get my message out there to a larger group of people to help people be able to learn languages in an effective way and have a positive mindset because God knows we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're isolated from friends and family. We can't hug them. We can't kiss them. We can't be more than six feet away. You know, some people live an hour or two hours away. Thank God for the internet. Thank God for your telephone still. Because if you didn't have that, it it would be pretty crummy. And, you know, I haven't seen my family in 14 months, going on 15 months. But I talk to them every day. Why? Because I love them. Why? Because I miss them. Why? Because I want that connection. And that's the same type of plan you got to have of action to execute when you're learning a language is I want to speak it. I want to be understood. I want for them to understand me. I want to make friends. I want to be able to apply this language to my daily life. You know, so people all want to be a native speaker. Well, you can hit mastery, but it's going to take about two to three years and you got to be consistent with it. It can't just be like, I want to learn this, so I'm going to practice two hours a week. Well, no, 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 no. It has to be every day. So if you do 20 minutes or 30 minutes, seven days a week, you know, that's about three and a half hours a week worth of time. It might take you three years to get to an C1 level. But if you do an hour, it might take you a year and a half, two years. If you do more than that, it might take you a shorter amount of time. But it also, you know, you want, we only got 24 hours in a day. So eight hours of those 24 hours is, is spent sleeping. So the other 16 is working, eating, taking care of loved ones or whatever you have to do um, in, in your private lives. And you have to put the time in to learn the language. Why? Because that's what you want to do. You know, some people say, I want to learn something. I want to, I want to learn how to hand glide. Okay, well, find a place where you can go hand glide. Google it. Look it up on the internet. See if there's a local place. Contact somebody. See how much it's going to cost. See if you have the funds. If you don't, put the funds back and then do it. Why? Because I've never done it before. And I want to experience it. These are the types of examples that you want to put in your head when you're learning a language. 
Why? You know, I mean, it can't be like, oh, because I want to be fluent. No, you will never get there just off of I want to be fluent. Well, okay, why don't we taper it down to something small like I want to be able to order food. Well, that's too easy. No, it's not. That's not as easy as people think. People think that that's easy because they do it in their, their mother tongue. But if you're doing it in a language that you really don't know very well, you got to be able to have the words to express what you want. You got to know the food vocabulary. You got to ask how much this costs. You got to ask, you know, can you replace this with, with this particular food because I'm allergic to this, blah, 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 blah. And that takes time. You're not going to learn that in a week. You want to practice that until you get it. And then you want to be able to throw it up and see if somebody can give you some feedback. Now, for me, because I can't read print very well anymore, I shoot up videos and I put um, them up on Facebook and I let someone tell me how my speaking is and what I need to correct. This way, they can type what they want. I can have voiceover read it to me and I can improve. You see what I'm saying? So, or I'll call somebody and say, hey, I need help. Can you help me? And nine times out of 10, they're more than happy to do so. You know, so I've made tons of friends from all over the world. And I've dabbled in a lot of different languages just to see what they're like. I stepped my toes into the water. And then I realized these are the languages I want to focus on. These are the languages that I want to know. And these are because I'm passionate about it. Why am I passionate? Because I like people and I love the history and the culture and the fashion and the sports and the politics and the food. And yes, would I like to travel down to the Oh, of course. But I know that I couldn't go by myself as a disabled woman with a guide dog. No, I would have to go with a group of people like a church group or whatever. And, and that would be a great experience for me. You know, and I do eventually want to do it before I turn 60, which would be great. <laughs> but I can make that happen just like I want to do a text talk. And in less than one hour's time, I'm going to be doing a webinar. Why? Because I want to know more information. Because I want to know that when I put my, my talk together, that it's going to be something that everybody worldwide can benefit from, whether you have a disability or not. Do I need my mindset to be positive? Yes. Because guess what? There are negative people and things that will cloud you and your head will play tricks on you. And, you know, you might be with your heart. I need to do this. Let's do this. Let's, let's get this going. And then your head's trying to talk you out of it. Well, you kind of got to ignore your head and follow your heart, as Tony Robbins would say. And, and, you know, live your passion. Live your best life. Because you only have one life. And God knows we have 25 million people in this country that have COVID-19. Over 400... And 10,000 people have died in almost 11 months. Um, Two family members of mine passed away of it within six months of each other, which is terrible. And, you know, 
is sad. And you got too many people around the world that have died of COVID-19. So, you know, I'm going to be honest. We're all dealing with this and we're all dealing with isolation. And, you know, you have to have something positive in your life to keep you going. You know, because guess what? This too shall pass at some point. Um, you know, and we have to look back years later to say, yes, I survived the COVID-19 years. How? By learning a language or learning a new skill or creating a business online or becoming a motivational speaker or a life coach or, you know, I got married finally or I had a baby or I, I adopted a cat or a dog you know, I, I try to impact people's lives in a positive way. You know, in spite of everything that's going on. People dying around me and people catching COVID and surviving it. Why? Because I want to live. You know, but I want to live the best life. Not the worst life. Yes, you're going to have trials and tribulations. But at the end of the day, you're going to have... Experiences that you can look back on and say, hey, God put this on me for a reason and I was able to get through it regardless of disability or non-disability or coronavirus or cancer or diabetes or heart or stroke situations. I was able to beat it. Why? Because I had faith that I could do it. I believed in myself. And I had people around me that were believing in me too. So, the first thing you have to understand, it's not going to come easy. The information will come quick in the beginning, your A1, A2. Once you get to B1, it's going to take a lot more work. It's going to take a lot more time and patience and discipline. And you still got to continue to be motivated. You know, switch switch your activities up every couple months. You know, so for the first three months, you do some cooking stuff. For the next three months, you do some sports stuff. For the next three months, you know, if you like politics or religion, learn about that. For the next three months, you know, try to write in a language or... Or create a, a podcast in a language. And, and I, trust me, I thought about that one day. But I know I'm going to have to be be uh, highly proficient at the language to be able to speak it to where I can have a podcast in that language. And if I really want to, I, I can do it. Right now, that's not on my list of things to do. But... It might be on the list of somebody else thing to do. So, you know, the sky's the limit. But you have to have the passion that comes from your heart and your mind. And know that it's going to take some time for you to be able to achieve those goals you want with your language learning. And with having the proper mindset. You know, you can go for walks. You can meditate. You can listen to music. You can clean your house. To try to get yourself in the right mindset. You know, go for a walk. You know, um, that helps. Uh, 
your brain clear. You know, get on the treadmill if you can't go for a walk. Walk on the treadmill if you have a treadmill. Or put some music on and work out. It clears your mind. It, it makes you be able to open your mind and absorb the information naturally. You know, um, this is something that people seem to forget. Learning languages is a long-term activity. And it's going to take more than three months or six months or a year. Especially if you're really dedicated to it. Like I was with Russian. And I am with Arabic. You know, so... It is something that it takes time, effort, the right mindset, the right why. And I've already told you how you can do it. The internet, ebooks, audiobooks, the library, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Tune in radio, Harry Potter, the Memories app, the You Talk app. You know, you can do Michelle Thomas. You know, and if you know there there are 16 languages for Michelle Thomas, ranging from Mandarin, Chinese, to Swedish, to Irish, to Korean, to modern standard Arabic, to Dutch, German, Greek, Hindi. Russian, Spanish, Egyptian, Arabic, Norwegian. These are just a few. And trust me, it's work, but it's fun. And when you know why you're doing it, because you like it, and you love it, and you wake up every day, and that's what you want to do, is listen and speak all day in that language, you will succeed. The doors will open up. The floodgates will start to open up, and the information will just start coming into your brain like it's nothing. And it's just like a flood of water just pouring all over you. And that's something that can't be bought. It's an experience. You get to make friends. Hell, you might even find somebody personally because of it. I know plenty of people that have found love because of it. But at the same time, those friendships are forever lasting. Because you learn something about someone else. You took your feet and your body and you put it in someone else's shoes and walked a mile in someone else's shoes and experienced their language and their culture and their history and their food and their music and their politics and their faith, if you want to even go to faith, by learning their language. And that's a very powerful thing. I mean, I know people that have learned Arabic and they converted to Islam. Because they found it to be the most beautiful experience of their life. And it changed their life for the better. Now mind you. I'm doing it for cultural reasons. Historical reasons. 
communication reasons, artistic reasons, not religious. So, you know, I have plenty of friends that are Muslims and Buddhists and Christians and Hindus and Jews and non-believers. And, you know, I respect all faiths, even though I'm Christian. And personally, it brings you much more closer to understanding, you know, where other people come from. And those are my whys for why I learn Russian and French and Italian and some Dutch and some Cantonese and some Japanese and some Hindi and now I'm going to Arabic. And to be honest, you know, life is a beautiful thing when you can know why you're learning this language you know and every time I go into a Latin I I get really happy because I can speak Arabic even if it's a little bit so I encourage everybody to get off your keisters and like learn whatever language you want I mean if you want to use utalk.com and use the promotional code for 20% off 144 different languages um, and there's no expiration date for this either. I just want you to know that. Just go to utalk.com and type in the promotional code utalk slash c-h-e-n-e-l-l-e and you'll get 20% off any or all of the 144 languages that they have. Um, also you can go to Michelle Thomas, M-I-C-H-E-L-T-H-O-M-A-S dot C-O-M. And type in C-H-E-N-E-L-L. And you will get 35% off any of the Michelle Thomas courses for the foundation course. And um, you will have to buy the intermediate and the vocabulary builders that correspond to the particular languages that have vocabulary builders attached to them. Um, separately, the vocabulary builders are 75 US dollars and the intermediate levels are 90 US dollars. So the foundation course is 100 US dollars, but you get $35 off after you put the promotional code in. And you can use it up to 10 languages. And, um, you know, you can get it and start learning hands free, no textbooks today. You know, and thank you for your support because. You know, when you buy a course, I get I get some money out of it, you know, and this is how I earn my living as an affiliate marketer for Michelle Thomas and you talk. So, you know, and it helps the podcast become better as well. So, you know, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for buying the courses. Um, I really appreciate all your support. And if you want to join um chanel's language learning journey mastermind at facebook.com just go to c-h-e-n-e-l-l-e apostrophe s language learning journey mastermind at facebook.com and you'll be able to join please answer the questions with yes and myself or any of the other moderators or um admins will accept you into the group um, the only 
request I have is if you post pictures that you scanned into a JPEG file, can you please type in a description of what the text says or what the picture is because we have people that have no vision and limited vision and they cannot see pictures very well and they cannot read text with their screen readers um, that have been scanned into a document form and not typed. Thank you so much. It helps the people who have limited vision be able to participate in conversations when you do these particular steps. So thank you so much for that. And, you know, I have to say, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's about 45 minutes long in length. I didn't realize I was going to go that long. But once again, if you want to subscribe, share, rate, and review the podcast with anyone who wants to improve their minds, wants to be able to know what their why is, or how they can learn a language, please download episode 215 of the podcast and if anybody wants to come on the show please go to anchor.fm a-n-c-h-o-r.fm and leave me a voicemail message or go to um, Chanel Patrice Hancock C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E-P-A-T-R-I-C-E-H-A-N-C-L-C-K and um, leave me an instant message and with your contact information and a time for when you want to, um, you know, have the interview, tell me your story and either in a voice message or, you know, you can type it out and I will make it happen that we can get together and talk about your story and share it with everybody from 117 countries and 44 states around the world right now. So thank you to all the people that are listening to me. And I'm very happy to say, yeah, we're in 117 countries, y'all. 44 states. We only got six more. So if I can get Idaho, Wyoming, Vermont, Rhode Island, Arkansas, and West Virginia, I would have the whole of the U.S. listening to my show. Thank you so much to everybody. Sarah Cole at Michelle Thomas Method and... Dick Howards and Brian Lucenois at utalk.com for partnering up with me um, on the affiliate marketing side of things and allowing me to share your products with everybody and so they can become better language learners. And, you know, I'm so happy that you guys are continuing to stick it out with me. We're almost at the three-year mark and we're at 18.3K listeners And I would love to get us to where, you know, we're at 100,000 at some point. Um, I know that we're going to make it to 20,000 before May, which would be great. I mean, if we can make it and we can increase it and we can keep sharing it um, with everybody, I would love to get to 100,000 by the end of the year. That would be a great goal, Um, you know. But like... Tony Robbins says you have to start small. And when you start small, you will increase your visibility. And I know this. And um, I also know, you know, there's a will, there's a way. And remember, language learning is a journey, you guys, not a race. 
enjoy the process. Enjoy the podcast. And I'll see you in the next episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast. Me salami sabduti.